Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. It's okay to be who you are, but there is always room for growth. I have just done a wonderful show with an Indian prince who is gay who had to fight to come out and went through a great deal of persecution in doing so. The work he's doing today is exemplary, brought the attention of President Trudeau and Oprah and many others because he stood his ground. He was gay, didn't matter what they tried to do to him, didn't matter how they tried to fix him or brainwash him or persecute him, he was gay. There was nothing they could do about it. And really, is it any of our business what he is? We don't go around asking people's sexual preference. I always look to a person's heart and soul and character. I see people from the inside out. I do give people the benefit of the doubt. But I get these warning signs inside of me, you know, of mm, they're not being true to themselves, so therefore they're not being true to me. It took me a long time to embrace who I am. I always felt inadequate. I always felt not enough. Always felt I was letting people down. Wasn't bright enough. Wasn't academic enough. Wasn't rich enough. Didn't know enough rich and famous people. Couldn't do enough for people. The word enough followed me everywhere. And now I'm simply Sarah. Enough. I'm enough for me. I'm enough for any of those that accept me. And it doesn't matter if you like or dislike me. That's your preference. If you dislike me, you don't need to be rude or nasty. It's simply, I'm not your cup of tea. If you like me, I'm somebody's strong cup of black coffee. I'm opinionated. I will call things out. I speak from a place of core. And it took a long time to get here. I remember in my youth how spiritual I was before understanding spirituality. I remember my teenage years, things that I could do and see when I touched and the visions I was having. And I was in a kind of a, a magical world of my own on one part of me and the other part of me was still trying to fit in, still trying to be popular, still trying to have somebody love me. It's the story of most of us, isn't it? We want to be liked. We want to be invited. We want someone to care for us. But what we don't realize is that first we have to care for ourselves. See, when you're in self-confidence because you're in self-love, 
because you've accepted and care for who you are, then that is the frequency and vibration that goes out to everyone else. I am Sarah, by no means perfect on any scale. I enjoy being imperfect. I am limited, but I have no borders. I do have boundaries. I reach out beyond the universe. I am in tuned to things beyond walls. The boundaries are that of the frequency that you wish to impose upon me. And if it's a negative frequency, I am not accepting. If it's positive and cohesive and collaborative, I'm all open. Growing up apologizing for who you are is not the way we should be. See, somewhere along the line, it got dictated that we should be this way, that way, conform, controlled. It's normal. What's normal? I would like to see kindness, caring, consideration, respect, and love being the norm. Who cares what the package is? Who cares what people are doing as long as it's in kindness, caring, love, and compassion, and respect? If we had that as our norm, as our frequency, as our core value, we wouldn't go around hating everybody. We wouldn't go around persecuting everyone. Won't go around killing people. We wouldn't hurt people knowingly. And we would actually have a much better life, a more fruitful life more harmonious life, more creative, because it's that creativity that comes about through stepping into self. There are an awful lot of people I've interviewed through these years <clears throat> that have been up against a tidal wave of persecution one way or the other, or people who have gone through so much abuse as a child, as an adult, as a wife, as a husband, in the workforce, and they struggled. They struggled to survive. But somewhere along the line, they found their courage. They found their strength. And with that, they found their ability to stand up for themselves, to stand up and say, this is me. I love me. I'm proud of me. And I will not bend into a pretzel to please you anymore. I will share me honestly and abundantly, but I will not share a version of me that you want of me. We fall in love with someone and then we start to change them or try to. People fell in love with my spirit just the way I look at life, the way I enjoy the simple things, the spirituality of who I am, what I saw, what I see. And then they got possessive. Didn't want anyone else to have it. Wanted it all for themselves. The thing is when you are sharing energy, one person can't take it and try and capsulate it just for them. It kills the energy because the energy isn't receiving anything to generate to go back out 
You've put it in a container. Where is it receiving and how can it even project? And it destroys the relationship. And it can destroy the relationship with self because you're switched off from source. You're switched off from that energy. In so many ways you're dying because you're disconnected. We need to be connected to source, to the higher energy, to God, whatever you wish to call it. We desperately need that connection because it is our energy source. It's what keeps our core of truth going. It's what generates everything else inside of us, the vision, the knowingness, the understanding, the caringness, the ability, the doing. And if it's cut off, it just has to slowly die. And there are some people who never come back from it, who can never ignite that spirit, that soul, that heart again. It's been too long shut down. I was shut down for about eight years, but I had my children around me and their spirit was exuberant and it kept the flame going. While I was in that darkness, I always saw a light. I just didn't have the ability to get to the light. And then I went through a few procedures and I came out into the light and the light blinded me at first. I couldn't see for the light and I felt the shadow of the darkness chasing me all the time until the light and the darkness became one for me. I now can go into the dark without fear and know I am the light. The darkness doesn't come in to get me for I am the light in the darkness and I can see my way. But it took a journey. It took some self-discovery. It took the journey of believing in myself allowing myself, giving myself permission to be. So it's okay to be you. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be differently abled. It's okay to be quirky, to be queer. If it's done, and if you are in a state of love, the world right now is going through so much bitterness, so much hate, so much divide. There's so much sickness out there, not just COVID. <laughs> HIV is still rampant, running around in, in Africa and India. There's still the stigma of a guy wearing a condom, feeling that it's against his manhood. There's still old paradigms, old programming that is holding humanity back. And that holding us back is what's stopping us finding that beautiful equilibrium, that beautiful harmony, because we're living in an old doctrine. The old doctrine was one of fear and control. Governments, religions, schools, industry, control the masses. The best way to control the masses is to make them afraid, too scared to step out of line, too scared to question, too scared to stand up for oneself, toe the line. We're not towing the line anymore. There is no line. We don't belong in the line. We found our courage, we found our strength and we're standing up for who we are, why we are, what we're doing, what we stand for, whom we serve. <laughs> 
and we're doing it proudly and no amount of frets can stop us doing that. And look at what's going on in the world right now. The old regime, the old dictatorship, the regime, the, the old historical platforms are trying to hold on to what they think is the norm, the way things have always been. But things are changing. People are changing. People are coming out. People are standing out. People are speaking out. People are standing up. And they want to be counted. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to know their life matters. They want to know they're here for a reason. They want to know they've got something to contribute. And you see that. You feel that. You know that. They're not just a blob somewhere that they count. What is self-discovery? But the discovery of self, our beautiful gift, how to use it and whom does it serve. Finding self. It's quite a journey. It's taken me a long time. More because I got myself into a pretzel of bending over to try and be everybody else. And then having conflict with myself that's saying, get out of that pretzel and stand tall, girl. I had arguments with myself. I don't have those anymore. I'm in a state of peace. Is my life perfect? My life is content. Would I like to have A, B and C happen? Yes, I would. But where I am, why I am, and what I'm doing right now, I'm extremely calm with, very harmonious with. And if I stay in this harmony, in this frequency, continuing to be, continuing to do, it will lead me into the path of where I need to go next. I've been judged all my life as not being enough. And now, quite honestly, darling, I don't give it up. <laughs> From gone for the wind. If you feel you need to judge someone, now you can observe, you can observe someone, you can observe something they're doing to themselves, something, a tendency that they have, you can certainly observe because that's what we're meant to do. Can we help them? Is there anything that can be done? Is it somebody you need to be around or not be around? But we can't condemn them and judge them and persecute them and throw them away because they're different thinking to you. Okay, they're on a different frequency. Send them all the love and encouragement and energy you can and continue on your path. If you are physically able to help them, then do so. But we can't help everybody. We can only help those that are ready to be helped, ready to receive, open, willing. The teacher will come when the student is ready. It's like these shows, or 2,500 of them. When somebody's ready to learn something, they'll find the show that will teach them. When somebody needs to know a skill or a tool, or some wisdom to help them move forward, they'll tune into it. Show from eight years ago, show from seven years ago, show from last week. When there's something you need to know, we're a library. It's here for you. And you will listen and it will be very relevant to you in your now. 
where you are right now. And that's part of your growth. You see, complacency is deadly. Becoming complacent means stagnant. Your waters aren't running anymore. The air is not fluid anymore. And you must always be in flow. Now, you don't have to be a hurricane or a gale. You can be a light, gentle breeze. But you must always be in flow, always be willing to grow, always willing to learn, always willing to extend yourself. That is the fluidity of life. It's okay to be you, even in the beginning of your self-discovery. Do you wish that you could be more that? Well, maybe that's something you aim for, but don't compare yourself to someone. I've had people say to me, oh, you sound like Oprah. And I said, Oprah sounds like Oprah. I'm Sarah. We may share the same frequency. We may share the same philosophy. We may see things from the same point of view, but I'm Sarah. She's Oprah. Great respect for her, but I'm me. The moment you try to be someone else, you lose yourself. Don't try and emulate someone else. They can inspire you to bring out in you what it is in them that it inspires you. And you may look and go, you know what, if they can do it, I can. But I've got to do it my way. I've got to do it in a way that makes me feel I'm truly connected to it. I am truly being it. I am it. When we talk about people's work today, we say you are your business. You are your work. Because the face you show in your work should be the same face that you show everywhere else. The only thing is you're wearing a different hat. You're wearing this hat for that and this hat for that, but who you are at the core should be the same under every hat. The hat is just the situation you're dealing with. Right now, I have Sarah sharing her point of view. A few moments ago, I was interviewing a wonderful East Indian prince who got persecuted for, for being gay, and I wore the interview hat. In a moment, I should be wearing the editing hat. I'm still Sarah. All I'm doing is wearing different hats for different areas of work. You don't need to look like the Kadassians or act like them. You don't need to wear makeup that doesn't suit you. You don't need to dress the way everybody else is dressing because it's popular. Know you. What style suits you? What makeup suits you? What lifestyle suits you? Be in that self-discovery, that exploration, that wonderment of who you could be tomorrow and be willing to explore it. You're always growing. You're always learning. You're not always changing if you've come to your core. But what you are doing is changing the things around you. I like where I am. I have great admiration for people who have stood up for who they are, whether it's gay or whether it's for a cause, whether it's something that is so meaningful in their life that they could do or couldn't be anything else. You find that a great deal with artisans, with artists and musicians and authors. It, it is in them. It is part of them. It has to come out of them. They are it. And 
that truth of who they are screams out in their work. We can have that same truth screaming out in everything that we do, in everything that we are. Would I like to be younger? Would I like to be thinner? Would I like to be healthier? Would I like to be richer? Who wouldn't? But I am what I am, and that's okay. That's okay, because when you're happy with who you are, then it doesn't matter. You see, let's take Oprah. On her show, she'd been thin, she'd been bigger, she'd been in between. She went on a complete health regime, but her body is her body. Doesn't matter how much she tries to shrink it, expand it, or shrink it, expand it. Ultimately, her body is her body shape. But do we look at the body every time we see her? Or do we look at Oprah? Do we look at her because we're in anticipation of what she's going to say, what she's going to share, of whom she is going to share? Do we look at the dress size? No. We look at the person, the aura, the energy, the conviction, the dedication, the wonderment of the person. That's what we see. And it doesn't matter how old, how young, how big, how small, how black, how white, doesn't matter. Is what they're saying, is what they're doing meaningful? Does it connect with you? Does it incite and ignite in you? Does it allow you to move forward? Does it inspire to invite you? Those are the people you should be listening to. Now, I have a lot of them here. I'm very proud, 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 proud to say I have a lot of them here. People who have really embraced their redirect, fought for who they are, gone through the process, stepped into that meaningful purpose and are here now to inspire, to invite, to share and to help you on your journey of life. I am very proud of that. Very proud of the work I do. This is Sarah. Sarah has found Sarah doing this journey, doing these interviews, running this network. This is me. And if people say, oh, well, don't talk about your shows. Well, I don't have to talk about my shows, but understand my shows are an extension of me. They're what I have to share. They're what inspires me. They're what excites me, liberates me. I'm just as much a part of the shows as I am anything else. So I know when you're talking to a musician, they may not have the guitar in their hand, but they're still thinking, feeling, and being music and everything they do. So why not accept people for who they are? You know when someone's lying because they're lying to themselves and it becomes a big neon sign. I see that in people. I know when it's a lie, I see the call. The facade that is there, the words that are being spoken, but the truth that is being denied. I pray that they find their journey and their truth, but they have to be willing to do the work to do so. So it's okay to be you. It's okay to grow, to thrive. It's okay to run in trickled waters. Not everything has to be a waterfall. It's okay to take deep breaths, to be relaxed, 
to embrace the sun, the breeze. It's okay to take your time because there's something in that deep breath, that going slow, that observing everything around you and the way you take it in and what it means to you, the rustle of the trees and the wind, the stillness of the tree over there as the wind isn't there, the sun that is casting shadows on the buildings. It's all beautiful. It's all in movement. It's all a part of, and we can be a part of. Just allow, be willing to take the journey. If you've got something in your past you need to let go, let go of it. Recognize what it is. It's been hurting me for so long. It's been controlling me for so long. I've been so bitter for so long about it. Let it go. Face it. Forgive it. Let it go and step into what you want to be, not what maybe you were conditioned to be. We all have to take that journey. We all got to take that work. It's what is life about, but we don't have to battle with it. And we don't have to be over violent about it. You know, it's, let's leave the drama behind. I can look back on things that have happened to me and I don't forget them but I take responsibility for allowing them to happen to me. I forgive the people who did it because the, the enjoyment they did is on them, not on me. That's their onus. I've learned because of all that challenge and adversity. I've learned so much about myself, my own clarity. So instead of staying in the drama, the woe is me and this happened, it's okay just to be who you are, why you are, where you are right now and be calm about it. So be you. Discover who you are. Come and listen to all these wonderful shows at selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows or go to what's new and see what is new right now. All the current shows are up there and you can cruise all the blogs on the shows, 2,500 of them. Or you can go to the show genres. Maybe you want to hear something on your health or health and wellness or wise health or mental health. Maybe you want to hear something about business or choose positive living or quantum spirituality or ignite your heart and soul or raising our gifted children or for the love of music or our veteran stories or author's kiss. They're all there. Whatever interests you, click on that genre and cruise and see which show leaps out at you because generally it's one that you need to listen to. So until next week, folks, I hope you have a wonderful week. Don't know what I'll bring to you next week. I never do know until I click on the button, but it's always from my perspective, from my truth. So I hope this week becomes an enlightenment to you, to embracing your truth with inside of you even if your truth says, I'm in disruption, I'm broken, then acknowledging that, and it's how do you put yourself back together? It's the willingness to go through the process and move forward, forward. So have a wonderful week. Until next time, bye for now. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.